welcome. I'm Joanna Junak and this is GFN News on GFN.tv. Sweden has the lowest rate of smoking-related mortality in the European Union. In Norway, the government is considering a lifetime tobacco ban and a ban on flavored vapes. In Denmark, the use of nicotine products among young people has increased in recent years. What are the vaping and smoking situations in each Scandinavian country? And what regulations are enforced? To answer this and other questions, we speak with Stefan Mattison, a journalist, editor-in-chief of VapeColon and a proponent of tobacco harm reduction in Sweden. This is part one of our interview with Stefan. Part two will air on Tuesday, 2nd May on GFN TV. Hello, Stefan. Thank you for joining us today. First, can you briefly summarize the vaping and smoking situation, as well as policy regulations in each country? Most Nordic countries, at least if you look at uh, Sweden, Norway and Denmark, uh, and also Finland, uh, we, we all have uh, the TPD regulations coming around in one way or the other. Uh, Norway is a kind of an outlier there because they're not part of the EU but they have adopted lots of, of, of TPD regulations in Norway and they're going to implement even more uh, quite soon. So when it comes to e-cigarettes, um, we have basically the same regulations when it comes to what you can sell and not sell uh, with some very important um, uh, separate uh, uh, differences. Uh, and those are, uh, particularly when it comes to flavors and stuff like that. But in general, uh, to sell e-cigarettes, what you can buy in, in the stores is, is regulated uh, in the same way all over the country. So you can basically buy the same devices everywhere. Uh, Denmark is a bit of an outlier there, but, but still, you can buy the same thing. Uh, when it comes to, for example, but I can start with Norway <laughs> because they're the most recent, uh, where, <clears throat> where the most recent changes are happening. Uh, you are allowed to sell and, and buy e-cigarettes in Norway. Uh, uh, and there are about 70 vape shops selling devices, selling uh, nicotine-free e-liquid because one of the things in Norway is that you cannot buy e-liquid with nicotine in Norway yet. Um, they have new regulations coming this summer uh, but they have been waiting for this, these new regulations that allows nicotine to be sold uh, since 2016. So, <laughs> and there have been reports every year since then. So I, I checked it up. I, I written about it in my, my, my uh, in, in vape column, I think four times every year since 2019, every year. Uh, and the same the headline has been the same every year. Now you can buy nicotine in Norway. But it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of, a, it's, it's coming now. So uh, that's the situation in Norway, basically. And with the new regulations coming in Norway, where you'll be allowed, you will be allowed to buy nicotine, but you'll have a nicotine limit for 20 milligrams per milliliter, just like in the EU. Uh, you will be allowed to buy it over the counter in vape shops. Uh, and uh, the thing that difference, differentiates from, from the rest of Europe is that they will have a flavor ban enact, enacted. So you will only be allowed to buy tobacco flavors in Norway if, you, if it has nicotine. 
So situation in, in Norway is, right now is that you can you can buy any flavor you want with the nicotine free e-liquid uh, and you can add your own nicotine. And right now vapors in Norway are importing nicotine for personal use with the medical prescription prescription. <laughs> so they can buy like you can buy nicotine that will last you for three months or something like that. And then you do it again. So uh, Norway is kind of a it's a weird legislation going on in Norway. We're not even going to start to talk about nicotine pouches because that's just weird. Uh, but but they sell a lot of snooze in Norway and nicotine pouches as well. So I think if you look at the number of smokers in Norway, it's been declining steadily since uh, since they started measuring this in in, in, in like the eighties. And uh, right now, I think the number of smokers in it's around 10% in Norway. Most smokers have turned to snooze on nicotine pouches, and some of them about, you know, around 2% turn to vaping. So um, among youth in Norway, there is no smoking at all, basically, below 1% in certain groups. Uh, but they use a lot of <laughs> and nicotine pouches uh, among the youth, and use cigarettes as well. Um, well, so that's Norway. Uh, right now. I don't know if that answered the question about Norway, but hopefully. Yes, definitely. And what's happening in Denmark right now? Uh, Denmark has uh, uh, TPD regulations in place, uh, but they also recently uh, enacted a flavor ban for um, e-liquids. So you can only buy e-liquid uh, with um, with or without nicotine that has the tobacco flavorings in them. Um, whatever that is, no one really knows, uh, and so on. When it comes to, for example, disposables in Denmark, they have a special regulation in Denmark that uh, act efficiently bans disposables, if that makes sense. Uh, and the reason for this isn't flavorings or anything like that is because of the child proofing. And a disposable e-cigarette without child-proofing is not allowed. And of course, a disposable e-cigarettes, they're not really made to be child-proof. Uh, it's hard to make them child-proof because you have an automatic draw and stuff like that. So I think there's just one model that's allowed to be sold in Denmark. On the other hand, uh, there's a lot of disposable use or like e-cigarette use in Denmark because most of people who wants to get their disposables buy it from the black market which is huge in Denmark. I like to add that this also goes for Norway. <laughs> you can, you know, black market for disposables is a, a thing that's going on in every country. So what else? Denmark. Denmark has some special rules uh, for e-cigarettes as well uh, when it comes to what you can sell and who can sell them. Uh, the, to be allowed to market and sell in Denmark, you need to have a permit from the Dan Danish government or Danish uh, agency, public health agency. agency. Uh, and this is quite expensive to get. So if you're, for example, the Swedish company who, who markets their products online, they cannot ship to Denmark. They cannot, uh, according to the agency, they try to make it so that it can't even market in Denmark, but that kind of went, went away. But so most Swedish vape shops that I know of uh, have uh, actively tried to, you know, push back Danes. You can you cannot buy anything from 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 Swedish online stores. I think this goes for everyone uh, in the EU as well. So it's hard to get 
vaping products that are not you know, registered in Denmark for Danish sales right now. Uh, but of course, uh, we have such things as bridges and borders and cars. So many people in Denmark get their stuff from abroad and bring it into Denmark. And Sweden? And Sweden. Can take that. Uh, the, the TPD rules are also uh, in effect here. Uh, uh, we have no restrictions on flavors. We have restrictions on, on nicotine levels, of course. Uh, and also we have taxes on, on, on e-liquid. Like I say, every country has about the same tax on e-liquids. Uh, Norway, Denmark, uh, and, and Sweden has about the same. Uh, so the taxes are, I think, between two or four milligram, uh, two, two or four kronos uh, per milligram. That's 0.2 euros uh, or 0.4 euros per milligram, uh, milliliter of, of, of e-liquid. Uh, and there's a difference between if it's below 50 milligrams per milliliter or above the different taxes going on. I think they have that in, both in Denmark and in Sweden uh, and Norway doesn't have it yet, but they will have it for the summer. Well, so the taxes on e-liquids, but no flavor bans in Sweden. Uh, we voted that one down. Uh, and as part of that, we have about the same regulations in the, as the rest of Europe. Uh, and uh, with you know restricted sales to minors, you can buy anything if you're under 18. Uh, the companies need to register their products six months in advance and stuff like that. Uh, and there's no marketing basically at all allowed in Sweden or Denmark or Norway. <laughs> so. And what do we see in Finland? Finland has a special, Finland has a kind of a special regulation because they never allowed uh, flavors in, uh, in e-liquids uh, except for tobacco flavors. Uh, and this was enacted when they implemented the TPD rules. So they never heard anything else but uh, tobacco flavors legal in, in Finland. Uh, so that, that's kind of a different thing. And also online sales of vaping products is, is disallowed in Finland. You cannot buy anything online. Uh, you, you can't bring it into Finland uh, as well. You can, you, the, border, the border patrols online are really harsh. So Finland has been, uh, has become the DIY country when it comes to, to, to uh, uh, vaping. Uh, they are still like 2% of the Finnish populations are vaping. Uh, smoking rates are higher than the other countries, of course, <laughs> because they don't have alternative products. Uh, it's about 14% in Finland. Uh, it is going down, but it's going down slowly. Uh, and snooze is a thing in Finland as well, and you're still allowed to import snooze. So, like six to eight percent, I think, of the Finnish populations are population are, are, are using snooze as well. Uh, and it's a huge border sale going on in the northern parts of our countries. So, if, so Finland, when it comes to vaping, quite harsh climate. Uh, I think most of the vapors who, who who knows what they're doing kind of get by. They buy flavorings from like semi <laughs> vape shops <laughs> who can sell bakery flavors basically. Uh, so those who know what they're doing, they can make other flavors than the weird, mysterious tobacco flavor. Which governments are most supportive of the use of safer nicotine products? Uh, right now, Sweden. Uh, so Sweden 
And when it comes to the poli- like when you look at the politician or the political uh, landscape in Sweden, we have like a majority in, in, in our parliament are very pro harm reduction when it comes to tobacco. Uh, they uh, recently asked the, uh, the public health agency and, and a couple of other entities within the within the <laughs> departments to to actually uh, investigate and report on the different um, harms of different nicotine products, which has never been done in Sweden before. Uh, we still have the lowest smoking rates in Europe, though, so that hasn't really been a question because, yeah, so many people use snooze <laughs> and nicotine pouches and stuff like that. So, so that is the thing. Sweden is the most, you know, harm reduction friendly government right now here, uh, but that's just the government. Uh, I mean, the public health agency has a very, very strong hold on the tobacco uh, policy in Sweden. Uh, and the public health agency is not a political entity, <laughs> shouldn't be anyway, but they, within that agency, they are very anti-harm reduction for now. So, uh, and that is the same in the other countries as well. The difference between Sweden, uh, Norway, Finland, and Denmark is that the government or like the parliament are actually embracing harm reduction here in a different way than they are in the other countries. I know that Norway has kind of a harm reduction perspective, but they haven't really enacted it. Uh, they are quite prone to like the use of snooze. So, so in Norway, there are going to be no flavor bans for snooze products or nicotine pouches. But uh, when it comes to e-cigarettes, they're really harsh on, on e-cigarettes. So I would say, Sweden is the first one. They have like the most uh, most uh, outspoken harm reduction perspective on things. Norway comes second <laughs> because they kind of they are going to they haven't allowed any alternative nicotine products until now. But still, uh, after that, I'll say Finland and Denmark has a kind of a equal stance on a very anti harm reduction perspective on things. Are there any consumer organizations in each country that are working actively on tobacco harm reduction? I mean, consumers or consumer organizations are 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 always hard to to measure what kind of work they actually do. But um, all of our countries have consumers or consumer organizations uh, actively. Uh, or more or less actively uh, uh, trying to address uh, harm reduction uh, towards politicians and stuff like that. So I would say there is, I mean, we have had a movement in Sweden last year uh, that uh, reacted to the flavor ban plans that the government had at that time. Uh, and that kind of mobilized, I mean, around 600 people uh, of a vaping community that isn't that large, <laughs> really. Uh, and that was a, a kind of a big thing. But I know, for example, Denmark has had a really strong uh, advocacy for, for harm reduction among consumers. Datafo is a big one. Um, uh, they had, uh, has, has a lot of influence, but not enough influence, obviously, <laughs> because they have a flavor ban there. So, <laughs> so, but, but still the activity is going. And in Norway as well, they are, they are reacting now to, to the policy that's being implemented in Norway. Uh, so I know they recently have some change of, of organizational you know, things and how the, the, the consumer group, the Norsk Damp Selskap is going to work, but they're still active. Uh, and in Sweden, for example, we have NNA Sweden, 
the way which is a, an organization that formed long a long time ago but was activated with when the flavor van was coming last year so last year before the year before that actually so and these organizations i mean i mean we do talk between them uh, i'm a bit active in NNA sweden as well i'm on the board but uh, and the talks are like more of updating each other on what's going on uh, but we haven't really tried any more dynamic inter-nordic thing even though i think that would be interesting to see what would happen and i think it might happen now that i mean the landscape for vaping is changing rapidly now because just this past year we've seen vaping going from just being basically local companies selling e-cigarettes and stuff like that and even nicotine pouches. Nicotine pouches is a different story. But, but uh, when it comes to e-cigarettes, I mean, since the disposable e-cigarette actually really skyrocketed when it comes to popularity, vape shops has been selling them as well. But the format of the, the, the disposable e-cigarette has made it a commodity that has been sold in every shop, not just vape shops. And this has finally led to the big entry of the big tobacco company. They have decided that they can actually sell e-cigarettes now. Uh, and they are launching uh, disposable e-cigarettes all over Europe. Uh, uh, both PMI and BAT are going for this. And this means that the, the debate on e-cigarettes is going to, to go up to the next level. Uh, and that means Consumers, consumer organizations are also going to be, they need to be on the other level to be able to, to take the fight when it comes to protecting our consumer rights uh, and availability. Because when the tobacco companies are in this, I mean, it's going to be at harsh because tobacco companies may be very good at selling stuff, but that's the problem <laughs> because this is going to be a big issue for politicians to handle. Uh, when they realize that disposable e-cigarettes are very popular among young people and older people, but especially around young people. So I don't know. The future be, will be interesting for consumer groups in, in these countries, uh, especially in Nordic countries, because we have a harm reduction history with nicotine pouches and snooze. So we need to mm, kind of merge e-cigarettes with, with that, kind of a, that kind of discussion. Mm-hmm.